Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Hello and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from our Facebook group. If you are not in our Facebook group, you should join it at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash What Fresh Hell cast, or you can just search on your Facebook page, What Fresh Hell podcast group and you will find us. This question comes from Anne who says, my other child tends to turn into a monster when their sibling has a friend over. I have an older girl, younger brother, and they both do this. Other than trying to get one out of the house or have a friend at the same time, hard with COVID, any tips for quelling this behavior? Oh, I have this same problem in my house. I like to find questions where oh, this is actually happening for me as well because it gives me a chance to think it through. I have a boy and a girl who are close in age. And when one has a friend over, it tends to get kind of crazy at my house. And it is mostly the child who doesn't have a friend over trying to kind of invade the space and involve themselves with the twosome, the kid who does have a friend over. And then sometimes it devolves so far that it really is just like the playdate becomes a fight of, well, this one's bothering us. He's bothering us. She's bothering us. We want to do our thing. And why is she bothering us? And I have tended to kind of dread sometimes having playdates because of this dynamic that occurs. I found an article from verywellfamily.com that is called Seven Ways to Address Obnoxious Behavior in a Child, which I just really liked the title of. It's by Amy Morin. It deals a little bit more with kids who act obnoxiously when there is company over, but this is the same general concept. What is happening is the kid suddenly has a new audience to perform for. And I think in the case of siblings, siblings have a dynamic. And that dynamic gets shifted when another kid, a friend of one sibling, is added to the mix. And so then the dynamics become, A, having this audience, B, some competition, C, some feeling out the new dynamic of having someone else in your sibling's orbit, and then also sort of sometimes the friend and your child will sort of turn on the other sibling as, oh, they're so obnoxious, and then your kid will be saying, yes, it's my brother, he's always this obnoxious, and they're kind of working out a dynamic between the three of them. 
So two things I would recommend. Number one, and very well, family talks about this as well, prevent obnoxious behavior before it starts. So I have started sitting down with these kids before a play date and saying, we have had problems before when your sibling has a friend over that you guys just end up kind of poking at each other until you get annoyed and then it becomes a fight and the play date becomes me kind of mediating all of this that's going on. And I don't wanna do this today. If you guys wanna all play together, that is fine. But the first time it devolves into a problem, I am going to separate you for the rest of the play date. And then the rule is that you must play separately. So if you want to all play together, don't get into that dynamic. I think that's important and it helps set up an expectation. And I would have that conversation with the siblings. And then if you really need to have it at the beginning of the play date when the friend comes over, I notice this is always a problem. Here's how we're going to handle it this time. The second thing that Amy Morin recommends in this article, which is harder for me, ignore behavior that is not harmful. So some of this dynamic is stuff that kids are working out. Who am I within my family? Who am I to people outside of my family? Why is it that I like to go in and act really obnoxious in front of these two girls until it annoys them? And that is dynamics that those kids are working out. If it devolves into the place where it is truly making the play date only about them calling out to you and involving you in settling disputes, I would put a stop to it. But if you just overhear this dynamic going on and one of your kids is acting obnoxiously, I would especially after really thinking about this issue, try to ignore it maybe a little longer than I often do. I tend to, the second I start hearing it, I go up, this is what always happens and you've got to cut it out. And I think for myself, I'm working on letting those dynamics play out a little bit more. There's some kind of puppy version of roughhousing and nipping at each other and then shoving one puppy out and letting them figure out those dynamics as long as it doesn't get to a place that violates your house rules. I might try to work on, and I'm saying this somewhat for myself, letting it go a little bit more and letting your kids work it out. And then our final step becomes problem solving for the future and figuring out how to make our play dates a little more peaceful at home. That's what I'm going for anyway. Anne, I hope that helps. Really needed this question for myself this week. If you have a question for myself or Amy, you can ask them on our Facebook group or you can email them to questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com and you may hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, 
tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.